0: Welcome to our podcast, where we discuss mindful consumption, personal style, and the quest for living a more intentional life. I'm Alyssa, and I'm a sustainable stylist.
1: I'm Christina, a shopaholic turned minimalist-ish.
2: And I'm Sina, a collar consultant and slow fashion style coach.
0: Together, we will unpack the nuances of what it really means to be a conscious consumer and find more joy in what we have right now. So grab your tea, your coffee, whatever your favorite drink of choice is, and join us in the
1: conversation. Let's go.
2: Woo, yay. <laughs> Today's episode is the second episode in our little mini series, our styling tools series. So last week we talked about color analysis and this week we're talking all about dressing for balance, how you can work with different proportions, textures, and also kind of challenging and breaking up with the word flattering or unflattering for that matter. So in this episode, we're kind of taking some principles um, and kind of breaking them apart a little bit, like just picking and choosing between different techniques and focusing more on proportion. Um, we talk a lot about elements of style and really knowing your personal style in our podcast. And I think that this is a really like balanced way to approach it as well. So instead of you know keeping the focus on how to look taller, or how to look slimmer, or how to look more flattering, we're keeping focus more on what kind of proportions and textures do I feel drawn to, and how can I use those in the way I get dressed, and in a way where I feel like it aligns with my true style identity. So let's get into it.
0: I like how you kind of distilled the whole body shape thing down into just working with shapes and balance, Sina. Like, that's a really nice way of looking at it. Um, and, it and it depends. Like, I think... I think we, we all assume, like I personally prefer when things look balanced, but also depending on your personality, you might not want something that is balanced, right? Like maybe exaggerated proportions are your thing. Like, um, maybe you've got really broad shoulders and you want to like exaggerate them and bring them out. So I think, um, I think it's kind of neat to, to make a choice between, you know, do I want balance or do I want something that feels really like dramatic and and exaggerated? Um, and I think you can kind of make make decisions on what you wear based on based on that.
1: Like I have like a long torso and short legs as well. So, like the most quote unquote flattering maybe thing out, you know, the the things that will make me look tallest and yes, quote unquote, flattering maybe is like a higher rise, longer line type of top or uh, bottom. But I think it is fun to play around with just like what you want to play around with. Like, for example, I'm curious about um, mid rise and low rise. And I kind of like that that whole like 90s, early 2000s aesthetic is coming back, which is which, you know, it makes your torso look even longer and and yes it makes your it makes your if you have short legs look even shorter but like i don't know if i'm always necessarily want feet like it's not important to me to look as tall as i possibly can all the time so what i really like is that you can just use your clothes to create shapes and to create dimension and fluidity in your look and i think that can be really fun. Um, And that to me is a way to approach getting dressed based on how you feel, based on what you want to experiment with and not necessarily coming at it as like, okay, I need to look, I need to look as tall as I can today or I need to look as thin as I can today or like whatever it is that you're trying to, um, trying to fit into. And I think by you know, as you guys mentioned earlier through these guides, like this is like I've seen TikToks like, you know, long leg, short torso. This is what to wear, um, how to look taller, how to this, how to that. And I think all of that is very helpful if you find that you're struggling with that or like it gives you more tools and techniques to turn to if that's But I think it's ultimately that's how I want to feel today. Like that's how I want to dress today. That's how I want the clothes to lay on my body today. And I think kind of getting dressed from that perspective makes it easier and less like, oh, this is wrong with my look. All of this is not, you know what I mean? Um, Again, I think it, for me it all, just comes back to how I want to feel.
2: I feel like it's, You know, it's kind of similar to when we talked about color analysis in the previous episode that it's like you don't have to follow those guidelines like religiously, like if it helps you on the specific day or like, you know, in the bigger picture, then that's fine. But it's definitely not something like you say, Christina, that you have to to follow every time. And I think actually the next episode after this one is going to be a nice wrap up of everything, because that's really where we're going to be diving into like adjectives and personal style keywords and begin to connect the dots. And I feel like those are also a huge part of the equation. Like what is it that you want to achieve? What feeling is it that you want to achieve and kind of establish within yourself? Which I think, you know, is often more important than, you know. Looking it's, a certain way. I don't know. It's it's It can be more important, you know, depending on, on the situation. But it's, yeah. yeah.
0: I think the biggest stereotype that... That is, I think, kind of fading away, which is really nice, is the stereotype of like flattering. Like, even I've used the word mm. flattering in videos and stuff, but it's mm. like, why does everything have to be flattering, quote unquote? Oh, like, I know. who gets to say what <laughs> yeah. flattering is? And are we always like, why why like Christina I love how you were talking about the low-rise jeans which like I'm like you I have a long torso but oh my god they make your butt look really good way better than a pair of (laughs) but do you know what I mean yeah that's true yeah yeah do you want do you want a cute butt today or do you want like definition on your waist so it, it it depends like it totally depends how you want to look and I think, I don't know. What do you both think of the word flattering? And like, do you think, am I just in an echo chamber where I feel like the, maybe it's the people I follow are kind of like F it. Like, I don't need to be flattering today. Like I'm going to wear this loose and baggy thing. Cause that's what I'm feeling. And I love it.
1: In my mind. And I think it's just like, maybe it's just like based on your point of view and like what you're used to seeing and what we're used to being told about what things need to be when we get dressed. Like to me, I think like there's a narrative, you know, that everything, all of your clothes need to be perfectly tailored and they need to fit you exactly right. And to me, if all of my clothes fit exactly perfect, I would feel so stuffy. I would feel like I needed to go work at a bank or something. No shade if you do, but you know what I mean? Like the stereotypical like 80s kind of carrying around a briefcase, being super tailored and coiffed all the time. And that's just not me. That's not my personality. That's not how I want to feel. So for example, so I'll get comments like, oh, your blazer is way too big for you or your shoulders are unflattering. And I'm like, yeah, well, maybe I want to look like, what's that? I don't know. You, You know, it's just, it's the vibe that I want it. I like that feeling. I don't like when my clothes are too tight. I don't like when they're too Body conforming necessarily, but i you know, um, so I think you can play around with again, going back to just how you wanna feel um and I think this will segue nicely into the next episode, um because it's about what you value when you are getting dressed, and for me, I value comfort and how they fit me and and how I wanna feel, so like for I value comfort, relaxation. Some minimalism in my style, um so like getting into like the three words I guess uh, that we'll talk about in the next episode. So I think, yeah, flattering is such a relative term, and like something someone might say, it looks so flattering on me, but I feel so like conform, conform- like a you know, like I'm contorting. I'm like I don't,
2: I don't like this. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I love how that is getting almost like a rebellious kind of feel, like when we like you know kind of breaking up with that word flattering, because I think that's also where like the guidelines, especially talking about like body type guidelines and like body shape tips, like where it becomes a little bit uh, or where it becomes very complex is I feel like sometimes when you follow those kind of rules or guidelines religiously, everything that other people wear becomes a pull for you to determine whether or not that looks good again like going back to that discussion who gets to decide whether or not it's it's flattering and of course like if you follow those kind of guidelines religiously that's where you'll get back to those and say hey you know that strap or that cut line is not flattering on you because the rules say so um and I feel like that's where it becomes I don't want to say dangerous but that's where it becomes like uh destructive almost like it's it it's kind of like disrupt disrupting our like sense of style and creativity and like our ability to make up our own decision and and, like everything has to become this like pull of whether or not something is flattering and it's just like it just kills the creativity and the fun I like how you talked about earlier like
1: framing it from a positive aspect like what do I like about myself or my body that I want to highlight, you know, as opposed to, I think like a lot of us maybe have grown up or have this narrative that you need to get dressed to hide certain things first. So I think like, I love, you know, I, I love my shoulders. So it's like, maybe if today I feel like I want to highlight them, what can I put on that that makes me feel even better about them.
0: Yeah. And I think too, it can also be like a way of looking back in your closet. Like it can also be like, I don't know, maybe you have a pair of like heirloom earrings that were gifted to you. So it's like, I want to wear these today. So how am I going to draw more attention to this kind of thing? So it's like about using everything you have at your disposal. And I like what, uh, yeah, I like what, I think it's important also to touch on how, these, you know, when you do follow these rules religiously or when you look like, Christina, how you were saying it, what do I camp like th- that old way of thinking, what do I camouflage? And and I liked how Sina was saying you kind of lose the creativity if you follow rules so religiously. So I think it's like they're good to know, but it's also good to know the rules so that you can break them. And you know, because then it's like, okay, I know that this is like, I know so. I think there's power in being like, I know people are going to think that this doesn't look great, but I like it. Like, I know what I'm doing, I'm being intentional in this choice. So great. Like, then you can kind of step out with more confidence.
2: Yeah. And I think it's important to also say here that we're not slagging off like body shape, like guidelines and tools. Like, I definitely benefit from them myself. I think my approach is just more, I've kind of pick them apart like um, you know there are like general guidelines like for example the fabric choice like if you go for stiff and more coarse fabrics it will add volume to your body so place that volume wherever it makes sense to you if you choose more slinky and uh, yeah slinkier fabrics like silk or like a thin jersey it can add like softness and be more slimming if that's what you want to go for um, and then you know the basic things such as like darker colors may conceal brighter and lighter colors can enhance parts of your body the same with patterns like bigger patterns will put more emphasis on a certain part of your body whereas smaller daintier patterns will you know kind of tone it down a little bit so for me it's more like picking the principles apart and then choosing whichever one of those based on your specific body variation but also just you know again like what you want to wear like what empowers you um, so definitely like benefit from the tools and, you know, choose whichever kind of body type, um, uh, guideline that you like. Um, and if it's, it's, it's serving you, then that that's, that's great. Um, yeah, I think that just needed to be said that we're not like slacking, slacking them off because they definitely are powerful, but it's just, you know, it, also like, like you said in the beginning, elissa like breaking up with the, or challenging the stereotypes.
0: Yeah yeah I think it's it's good to to challenge some of the some of the regular things because everybody is so different even it's funny like I think even certain things that would traditionally look physically look good on me because I have a certain body type, my personality comes into play and my day to day life comes into play and kind of to Christina's point at the beginning like you know, when you wear tailored things, you feel fussy and uncomfortable. And that shows through when you're wearing clothes that maybe they're they're perfect for your body and perfect for your color and everything. But if you're not comfortable in it, because that's not inherently who you are, then it, that's going to come through. That's what you're going to be constantly fidgeting. You're going to just look uncomfortable. And yeah, so I think, I think, yeah, you have to dress with. You have to dress for you first and foremost, and not for not for others, which is a tough, tough thing to do, but it's getting to part of getting to know yourself, I think also
2: all three of us like being content creators and like putting ourselves out there, and I think we've all probably experienced like you you kind of mentioned that Christina, that sometimes you get the occasional comments saying that while well, that is absolutely not flattering on you, you should be wearing this or that. I think maybe we've all experienced that from time to time. And when you start feeling more comfortable and and confident, like with, I'm not saying it's easy at all, but when you start feeling more confident in your own, like, style identity, whatever that might look like, it's easier to leave out that noise and be like, yeah, okay, well, maybe it's unflattering, but Mm -hmm. I feel amazing, so who cares? And I think when you can get to that level in
1: your self-assurance of yourself, like, where you can say, where someone can say something to you... Whether it be, oh, I love your outfit or too, well, that's not flattering. You should try this or this color is terrible on you, like whatever. If you can take all of that and say, but I like it, I think that's like, you've hit it. You've peaked. That's like, that's, that's, where, that's the place I think you want to be with your style. And it's such a fun, it's such a fun place to be. Because like you can, there's there's just the possibilities are endless from there.
0: It is. I think that's too why we kind of have to give ourselves and each other a bit of grace. Like we're we're all gonna make mistakes. We're all struggling a bit internally with. For some of us, it's more like on the physical. Others, it's more like what's up here. So I think. Yeah, I think just giving giving everybody a little grace is always a good
1: thing. One thing I do love about the advent of Pinterest and social media is that you can see all kinds of different bodies wearing all kinds of different clothes. And I think it can really give you some amazing ideas and just help you feel more brave to try to try something that you may not have wanted to before. And I think that like this is when this is to me is how like Instagram and social media and TikTok can be very, very powerful and positive because you see like you can find we can all find someone like us that we can relate to that might be trying something that we never thought of before. And I think that's when you can really use that inspiration to just be more just to just to try something new and think outside the box with your own style and really challenge those those old beliefs if that's
2: something that you struggle with yeah I also think we talked about like in the previous episode with uh with color analysis that it was all about like figuring out how to make a certain color work for you even though it technically isn't your color I feel it's it's almost the same way here like you can definitely take some of the uh, guidelines and and but like you just said, Christina, that, okay, if I have white hips and maybe white like pants are not for me. Um, and you might feel that way if you try on a pair, but if you really like the look, maybe it's more about figuring out how to make them work for you. Then like maybe trying a different color or a different texture or a different kind of fabric would, you know, make them feel more right for you. So I think again, all comes down to having like a, a balanced approach um, and not like writing off a a, a certain style or shape completely just because the guidelines say so, or maybe you've tried it and you figure out, no, it it definitely doesn't work for me. Um, because like, according to some people like skinny jeans are not like, if, if, if like, if white leg jeans or wider leg jeans are what you can find out in the stores, then maybe it's worth like exploring that and figuring out, well, especially if you do like the look, like how can you actually then make it work for you somehow? Um,
0: That's a really good point of like how even trends can come into play, right? Like for certain, certain body types. Like if there's a certain trend that really, that you love, whether or not it works traditionally, quote unquote, for your body, it's like, give it, it's it's a wonderful opportunity to, to give it a try. So I think, I love how we were talking about at the beginning of this, um, podcast, how both you, Sina and Christina, you mentioned playing with proportions and looking for, you know, that interesting balance and using proportions and shapes as tools. I think that's what is so important and that these tips around proportion and, and balance or exaggeration, it's quite universal because they can apply no matter like on on any body and for any style personality too so i think i don't know that's what i've taken away most from from this conversation is like really using proportion and and that is um as a tool and also that you know like like cena said earlier There's nothing wrong with knowing the rules. I think, in fact, it's kind of important to know them. That way you can challenge them and you can do it mindfully and you can feel even better. So it's just about kind of using, taking what you need. I think it's all about taking what you need and what works for you and not being shy of experimentation.
2: Yeah, I mean, to me, like... Like, I really love thinking about volume, for example, in my outfits, like because I, I am because I'm a more casual style personality or my my style identity is very like casual and very like I love this effortless vibe, kind of like I, I like oversized fits. Um, So I do like, you know, if I'm wearing something that's overly oversized, I think it does have a big impact to like, let's say I'm wearing an oversized shirt and a pair of like white like pants I think it does have a big impact to then enhance my waist or kind of break up the pieces like that. Or let's say I'm wearing like a, a, a heavier, uh, you know, white leg pants or like a heavier, like more voluminous skirt. Then sometimes it can look a little bit off balance to have like a huge, like chunky shoe with that. And so that I will, I will then let the piece like the, the bigger piece, on my legs or like on the bottom part of my of my outfit stand out and then wear a sleeker shoe with that for example. So I think it's it's about like what what do you want to to have what, what pieces in the outfit do you want to have like as the highlighting piece or to stand out. Whereas if you wear like overly oversized, for example, it's it's hard to kind of break up the pieces and see, you know, the I don't know the the wh- where you were trying to to go with this. I feel like, you know it definitely comes down to 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 personal preference but I feel like it's it's it gets more impact if you think about the proportions and, and keep somewhat of a balance um
1: and I like that you can do it within the outfit itself so what I thought visually right away was like let's say if you had a wider pant and then a long oversized t-shirt and then a long and then a big blazer over top that could be a look that i've you know I like that look and it has a time and a place, but a lot of us could feel very swallowed by fabric at that time, so a way to pay play with proportion is not even necessarily to switch out the top, but you can just tuck it in so there's things you can do with the outfit when it's on your body to create shape and proportion um, without even having to to bring in something
2: different or buy something, yeah, and I think it's also just a way of dragging the attention around in the outfit so that you know you have some you know interesting points like different places within the outfit whereas instead of like you said you just like one big piece of fabric um having like some little highlights here and there I think that's really powerful
1: and I think the opposite can be true like um you know, here we're talking about oversized, how to, how to bring balance to an oversized look, but if you are an all slim, slim, slim look, there's also ways to bring, um, balance and harmony to that. So like, for example, it might feel very predictable and even uncomfortable to wear like a body con dress and then a very slinky sandal. Um, and you know, like a, slinky jacket on top. And that to me can feel, I mean, some, if you feel amazing in that outfit, rock it, but like, if you want to add some different balance and proportion to that, maybe that's where I would bring in the big chunky sneaker or like the big oversized blazer or something, um, to create that, to that, to create that balance back again. So I think if, if we focus on what feels balanced in the look rather than, our body that's in the clothes. I think that is just it's a lot more fun and anybody and anybody has access to that.
0: Let us know what you think in the comments. Are there any stereotypes that you've smashed that you feel really good about mm. smashing in your wardrobe? Put it in the comments. Let us know.
1: Don't forget to smash that like button because we're on YouTube. Yes,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much for joining in our conversation this week. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple and leave us a rating and review. It's one of the best ways to support the Sustain This Podcast at zero cost to you.
1: We're also a community-led podcast, so if you have any questions for us, topic requests, or even guests you want to hear from, please send us a DM on Instagram at sustainthis_podcast. underscore podcast. We read all of our comments and look forward to hearing from you.
0: We hope you join us again next Tuesday, where we'll talk about so much more than clothes. Ciao!